It's here. It's finally here. Welcome to the I Love Pat Cummins podcast. Jacko, can you give me a let's go in the style of a, a DJ at Rivers, please? Let's go! Yeah, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the intro? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, welcome to the Gameplay and Footy podcast. Thanks to the Murray Pioneer and the, the team here at Taylor Group Media. Um, they've actually given us the chance to do what heaps of people have done before us, Jacko, and, and make a podcast about footy. But I'm excited to be here alongside one of, uh, I don't know, are we good mates? I'd say. Maybe good mate. One of my. We'll see how this goes. One of my cricket teammates. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get stuck in, we, we should sort of get into who we are and, and what we're doing. Um, my name's Ben Lennon. I'm the sports journal at the, the Murray Pioneer, and I'm here with um, Liam Jackson. Um, so I've got uh, I've got some stats um, that I'd like to to start off with just to introduce um, my friend here. Liam Jackson, 191 games of football, 217 goals, and an average of 1.13 goals per game. 41 times best player, which is an average of 4.5 games named in the best. So one every four and a half games you're getting in there. Um, played 179 games for Remark. How many flags have you played in? Uh, one for Remark. One at Remark and one at Pinaroo. Yeah. Superu's yeah. best name of any football team in country footy. It has to be. Oh, uh, Cockle Divers is pretty good. Oh, true. Is that Port, Port and London? I've got no like idea. I just know there's a team called Cockle Divers. I'm, I'm all about it. I don't know where they are, but I'm <laughs> a big fan. All right, we've got to find the Cockle Divers. But yeah, thanks for thanks for joining me, mate. Are you keen to be here? Apprehend- what, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, I didn't actually think this would ever happen and when I said yes. Uh, so, now nah, it's good to be here, mate. Uh, chat a bit of footy. So, yeah, see how we go. Yeah, fantastic. And first game back on the weekend as well, I should say, coming out of a very... Um, short retirement. How'd you get on? Yeah, well, I've come out of retirement twice in two years, so um, I'm, yeah, not not very good at it. But uh, yeah, I went okay. Got a couple of kicks. Um, felt terrible on Monday. Yeah, um, yeah, struggled. Not Sunday, Monday. Nah, Sunday. Dodged me Sunday, and I was like, oh, I've done everything wrong, and <laughs> somehow I've come out with the right result. And as the day went on, I was getting a little bit sore. I'm like, oh, it's all in my head. And then woke up Monday, and it was not in my head. <laughs> oh. I was in a world of pain. So train Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Right. Good. Uh, Good to hear. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, Ben Lennon been here for a year and a half now, which is pretty weird. But Adelaide boy, grew up in the city and um, come out to report on some country sport. It's been good fun so far. Um, should we get into what? what we're going to be about here because I, I, I think we just need to sort of paint a picture as to, I know we're not going to come out and, and pop shop guys. Do you want to just elaborate on like what, what this podcast actually is? Because I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't think we're overly sure, but we've got some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we just don't, we don't want to be having a crack at anyone. Like everyone's trying. Um, like a few, few years back, I can remember a, a fellow from Locks North having a go at Remark for not being much good. Um, saying that you sh- should get a couple of uh, netballers and maybe some dingy derby boys. Um, to be fair, they probably would have gone okay. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, we don't want to be doing that. We don't want to be making anyone feel feel bad. We're just good vibes. Good vibes is what we're about here. Um, I think that's the important thing. So we're probably going to go off on some tangents here and there. But, um, yeah, we'll vibe our way through it. So intro out of the way. Um, we'll crack in and, and look at some Riverland footy. It's been a, actually a pretty chaotic start to the year. Um out of all the one season that I've seen of Riverland footy, this is probably the most exciting so far. Um, 
So we'll start with some basics and we'll just a quick rip whip around of, of last weekend's action. Um, lost North, Redmark and, and Wakery all on the winners list. Um, if you want best players and goals and, and stuff like that, you can check out the Pioneer um, on the Facebook page, the website, or pick up a copy yourself. But um, we'll get into our first little segment. Um, it's called Things That Are True. Um, I don't think I need to explain too much what that is, but just in case, um, me and Jack are going to pick something out that, that we think is set in stone and something that we've learnt recently in Riverland Footy that we think can't be argued against. So we'll crack into that. Uh, so, Ben, what's uh, what's true, mate? What, what have you got? <laughs> what's true? <laughs> Looking back, this is a dumb line. <laughs> Surely I, I probably could have come up with something more clever for this title. But anyway, um, my thing that is true this week, um, in the RFL A grade, there are five teams that are a chance at winning the RFL A-grade premiership this year. Groundbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> groundbreaking. And there's, only six, there's only six teams in the cop, so apologies to, to Barry. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think um, it, it's a very, very open competition this year. And if you look at the ladder, you can probably be tricked into thinking that the top two are, are sort of fairly far ahead of the rest. Um, if you look at the points section, I mean, Remark has, has won the same amount of games as, as lots of North and Wakery who are 1-2 at the moment. Um, obviously, with that um, sort of player eligibility stuff that we're definitely not going to get into right now. Yeah, yeah we'll um, avoid that. The yeah, that, that happened last year. They're, they've copped a bit of a point deficit this year. But um, I'll, I'll go through them real quick. So lots of North are playing a, a completely different brand of footy under Lefty to what they have done sort of in the last couple of years. Um, probably easy beats. Is that a fair way to describe what they've been sort of recently? North. Yeah, they've they've struggled. So um, yeah, it's good that they've um, got a few blokes in and got a coach in that can. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, doing the right thing. Yeah. So Lefty's got them fit. Their best footy looks probably the best in the comp. So they're sitting top at the moment. Um, genuine flag chance. They've got experience. They've got some good kids. Um, second, you've got Wakery, who we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute. Um, High player turnover, but um, geez, they've, they've come good under Mick Kilsby really quickly. Um, probably quicker than most people, um, Kilsby included, who I've had a couple of good chats to this year, is probably a little bit surprised as to how quickly um, some of the changes that he's made have, have um, sort of produced some good footy. So they're, they're looking really good. Maybe arguably the most consistent team um, so far. Remark in third, like I said. Um, proven premiership pedigree lost a lot of guys going into this year but have, have picked up a couple as well um, Lockie Lerman comes back Zuma comes back both having good years so um, they're a chance the interesting ones are Barmer and Loxton because I reckon I've watched a couple of Barmer games with you do you yep. think they're a chance or are they too far off of the top three oh, they they just strangle you from scoring like it's like yeah. no like no no team sort of blown them out of the water necessarily um yeah they just they just they make you play on their terms it's frank's done a done a real good job with uh what he's got there yeah i think they just look organized and they've got yeah zones set up yeah good structure um probably a bit of a remark prototype with with (laughs) frankie coming across and um maybe nicking a few tactics but it seems to be working um the, the knock you can probably have on barmer is well they're very good defensively they've they might not have the goals. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely missing just some something there. I think, but um, yeah, yeah they get goals from from a wide spread of people though. Like, isn't it? 
is rarely someone who kicks multiple goals and sort of spread around. So that that can both be a blessing and a curse. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I just think you know a good defence is going to go a long way to winning a, a flag, especially in local footy. If you can set up and be organised, you, you're already giving yourself a chance. So I'm not willing to rule them out yet. I think they're a genuine chance. And um, Loxton uh, are the other one who probably sort of underperformed as to what people might have thought. They've made two prelims in a row and they're sitting fifth at the moment, so um, probably not ideal, but you look going into the bye a couple of weeks ago, they, they were missing six or seven genuine A-graders. Um, most of those guys came back against Renmark last week and, and didn't perform, but I think given a couple of weeks, um, extra weeks under a first-year coach in, in Lucada, who, by the way, vibes is probably the, the vibes coach of the comp, um, a couple more weeks under under him and, and for everything just to gel a bit more I, I think their best footy is good enough to go all the way so do you agree that five ten? I know it's a pretty broad thing yeah. but what, what, what are your thoughts yeah I'll, I'll, I'll like, I reckon everyone can win it um, I, I don't, can Barry win the flag uh, well, I don't, can they so, mathematically mathematically <laughs> they might be out of it no I think they can still make finals we, we should probably touch on Barry a little bit yeah yeah um, um, weird year for them, like kids playing, do you want to just yeah. sort of take us through what, what's happened in the last sort of yeah, 12 months? Yeah, well, they've had a, had a lot of, like you say, Remark had a high player turnover. I don't, I can't remember a team having as high player turnover as uh, what Berry have had this year. Yeah. Um, just for a variety of reasons, moving away for work and um, just players moving on. And yeah. Yeah, it's just been a bit of a bit of a nightmare off season and uh, it, it happens to just about every club in the, in the comp. Um, yeah. 100%. Like I was, yeah, I was at Renmark when went through a similar sort of thing. Um, usually playing in the twos, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, and, and yeah, it ha- happened to Locks and North. It's happened, it happens to everyone apart from Wakery, who seem to just be <laughs> just keep just on. yeah, they just sit in the middle of the table. Worst case scenario. So um, yeah, they've they've just got a bit unlucky. They were they were probably pretty good. I reckon if they had the same team they had last year, this year they would be they'd be right up. Uh, challenging to win, yeah. to win the flag, so I think I, I really liked Ridgie's game plan last year. They, they had a lot of good runners on the outside, like Grigu. Look at who's gone back to Sedan, and then um, the the balls in the midfield of, of Hodgie and and Luke Teasdale as well, who's um, you know done everything there is to do in country footy. Like that, it's it's the number of players that they lost, but also the quality that they've lost, but. So we won't dwell on them too much because I, I don't think they can win it this year. I don't think too many Berry people would disagree with that. The one thing I will say about Berry is vibes are still pretty good at Berry. Um, the women's team is obviously excellent. Um, they, I, they haven't lost a uh, ever, RWFL ever, flag ever. ever. Yeah, they actually <laughs> lost a game this year. I nearly oh, fell off my chair, like that chair over there, nearly unbelievable. Um, but no, they, they've got a lot of good kids coming through. Uh, Mitch Folds has been great this year. Um, yeah, Kate, a, Kate Harkins coming back as well is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they've got a real good. Junior program, so as a as a rule, they're sort of always around the mark in the in the junior footy. So, yeah. um, which which we like, I think. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. right way to do it. If you're going to be crap in one grade, make it a senior grade because yeah. your, your kids are, are the future, and that's what keeps the club sort of going. Anyway, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but yeah, I, I just think I think the other five teams on if you put one against the other on any given day in the finals scenario, it's actually quite hard to to pick a winner. Yeah. And you've sort of seen that with all the teams beating each other this year as well at least at one point so um, that's my thing that is true um, what have you got uh, um, my thing that is true is uh, that Wakery's young leaders have really stood up um, 
I think possibly around 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 the competition that teams possibly thought that it was Wakery's turn to have a have a spell at the bottom of the ladder but um, players like Guillaume and Hoisler and uh, their young leaders that have been sort of around the leadership group for a couple of years with um, with their older guys have um, really stood up and uh, yeah, playing good footy and um, yeah, obviously leading the team well to be in the position that they are. Yeah, for sure. I think it, you can see their influence on some of the even younger ones. Like you look at the guys that um, have come out of the 18s in the last couple of years, obviously winning the 18s flag last year with a pretty good side there. But they've got sort of some, some Westies guys in, in Kate Hilton, um, Mitchy Hahn, Noah Hyde's been yeah. an incredible pickup for them, playing at the reserves at Norwood now. Um, and Jack Colbert in the ruck as well. So, yeah, do you, I know you're a Remark guy, so there's obviously been like a, a big old rivalry uh, with Wakery. But like, what do you think it says about the club? Like, because they've they've just they've lost a lot of players. Like with both, like you know, Jake Spensley's a, a Wilts medalist. Matt Spensley is probably the best small forward the comp seen in, in however long. Um, and Greg is a, a gun as well. So they've lost these dudes. So, what does it say about the club that they're able to sort of? just reset like, and be good again when a lot of people thought they couldn't? Well, if I knew how they were doing it, I would <laughs> write a book and be a very wealthy man. I, I, don't, know how, I don't know how they keep doing it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a credit to them. Um, uh, their good kids are, are really good and come straight in and have an impact. Um, so, yeah, that's held them in pretty, pretty good stead. And just kids, yeah, kids being able to come in and, and play a role has been yeah, super important to where they're at. Yeah, and I think that was probably part of the idea with bringing in Mick Killsby, the coach, because he's part of the West Adelaide setup for a while in, in the junior program, um, coached on the 18s flag at, at Flinders Park as well. So um, he clearly knows how to how to coach junior footballers, which um, you've coached junior footballers, you can't always... Yeah, it's not always pretty. No, no, absolutely not. Um, but no, they, he's, he's done a really good job there so far, 6-2 and two at the moment, flying, um, yeah, doing really well, so... Magpie's definitely going to be in the finish again, and yeah, I think they owe a lot to a lot of those young guys. So yeah, I, I think your thing that is true was true. I think that's a pretty good a good start. Um, it's probably more specific than mine as well. It's pretty good. Um, all right, we'll take a, a short break, um, and then we're going to talk twos, Ooh. which is very exciting. Right, my wheelhouse. <laughs> Again, another very clever segment name. Um, so we're just going to pick up like a. I mean, I'm sure you could sit here and talk to us for, for hours because um, I, I believe it's your favourite grade of, of football, potentially favourite sport. Is that? Yeah, I'll, I'm, I, I see myself as a as a bit of a uh, bit of a list clogger. So um, yeah, I could definitely uh, sympathise with the boys running out. Uh, Kicking around before the before the ones. We we're talking about this the other day. Do you reckon like B grade coach would have to be up there with like one of the hardest gigs in footy, surely? Because like your best players are just going to get plucked. Like, yeah, and, and it can happen at like eleven thirty on a on a Saturday. Yep. Yeah, no, it, it'd be it'd be hard work. It definitely it's definitely requires a, a certain type of person to put their hand up for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this week in the twos. I'm just I'm going to take you through this from my perspective, which was Ginger's Ute sitting at the precinct watching Loxton versus Renmark um, this weekend. So when I rocked up, and, and by the way, we said before we're not having a dig at anyone. Um, umpiring is a hard job. I would be I would be deplorable at it. Um, I have no doubt. Um, 
upon my arrival in the second quarter, I immediately saw a, a point uh, called a goal um, and a couple of um, errant boundary throw-ins, I think is, is how I put it. So um, I, I've already walked into a bit of chaos, but it, it, we weren't entirely sure if the score was correct. Um, fast forward a couple of quarters, it's very close. Um, at the end of the game, Losses and Remark are uh, uh, neck and neck. Um, so what I saw was uh, someone had a shot at goal, or it might not have even been a shot, it was just a kick that didn't go to plan. Um, it's hit the behind post, not the goal post, hit the behind post. So ordinarily um, out in the fall, and, and that's what happened. Is that right? There was a, there was was they kicked, They took the kick in from out in the fall, is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yep, okay. Sorry, I feel like I'm a lawyer or something. <laughs> um, but the, the goal umpire has waved his flag for a point, and that's, and that's been reciprocated by the goal umpire at the other end. So in the book, it, it became a point. Um, but the scoreboard attendants didn't record the point, so... You, the score read um, that was even. I think it was 45-45 or something, something along those lines. Um, siren goes. No one really knows how to react. A um, couple of heavy hitters run onto the ground, Daniel Harding being one of them, to, to try and figure out what's going on. Um, and I, eventually, Loxton's given the win because that point obviously counted, and they added that to the score, which, by the book, right, right, rightfully so. Um, but you were playing in this game, so I just want to know... What's going on? Like, how, how did this? How did you guys sort of feel, and, and how did you see what happened? And you know, we're not going to have a crack at anyone because um, it's it's all in good fun and it's just it's country footy, so it's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, what what exactly happened? Uh, the the word am I allowed to use the word shit show? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah. that's that's sort of where we're at. Um, so I I think at one end we like Remark had a a goal that was apparently a a goal called a point and then at the other end we had a we had a po- point called a goal yep so uh, so that evened itself out and then um, yeah they had the out of, out of bounds on the full one that uh, just the, it was our own umpire that called, called, it a, called it a point so yeah we, I, I, think, I think this sort of transcend like this goes past like umpiring issues like I mean you know who really cares whether an umpire is do- everyone's going to comment on the umpires that's fine the point of this was that it was just funny like from an outside perspective yeah. like um, it, was, it was interesting to behold. So, what, like, after the game, were you part of any of these? I know you like oh. to get a word in. Were you part of any of these nah, conversations? No, nah, nah. I was just, I was just trying to survive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was just, um, yeah, first game back, I was just looking, looking forward to getting off the ground and, um, <laughs> yeah, having a beer with the boys. That's what you play footy for. So, yeah. no, nah, I, I wasn't, uh, definitely wasn't, weren't involved. Um, yeah, I think that. Campo was a bit upset, and a few other boys um, were uh, yeah weren't too happy with the the justice of the situation. But uh, yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, it's just it's just uh, country footy. We're all out there just having a bit of fun, and um, yeah, we'll we'll move on. Yeah. Re- regroup <laughs> one week at a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, full, full credit to the boys. Yeah, that's it. Now, have you seen the the B grade this year? Um, it looks just glancing over at the ladder. There's a couple of teams. Six and two, Lawson North and, and Wakery leading the way. Um, Lawson, who you played on the weekend, they're, they're five and three, and then Barmer and uh, Barmer is a game behind, and, and then Remark are a game behind them. So it, it seems like it's a pretty even comp this year. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's 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 quite similar to the to the A grade, where sort of anyone can win on their day. It sort of yeah, it depends how the A grade's going and how many uh, the A grade stolen the night before, and um, yeah. yeah, so when and you sort of turn up and hope that the, 
opposition's A grade of yeah. uh, <laughs> stolen a couple, but um, yeah, it's it's good it's good to have uh, close games of footy in in the twos keep keep people interested. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and the other one is Bummer as well. Like they, they're actually they're in the four at the moment. I don't think they won a bigger game in, in like a year and a half. So um, just to hark back to what we were talking about with Bummer in the A grade before, one thing we probably didn't mention was just the depth that they've got now. Like that was one of the things that Frankie said leaving, leading into the season was you know they're probably one of their biggest problems was that they're like the look at Bummer's top six in the A grade right. You got like Butterworth and and Drogi and and. Um, it was Watts last year, but it's De Michelle this year. Like they've got top end guys, but they didn't have the, the bottom end. But they've recruited sort of heavily, and, and not necessarily guns that they've recruited. It's just those sort of mid ranges, and that's just flowed through to the twos. They look pretty handy at the moment. Yeah, and they've. Um, I think I think just their their system sort of helps. You don't have to be a superstar to play a role, and if you um, if your system allows role players to do their job, then um, yeah, it makes makes it a lot easier to not just play well and yeah make, makes everything flow a little bit easier what do you think about like how hard is it jacking to find the balance between like having a game plan for that ones that like do you do you think you need to train that for the b grade so the b graders are ready to come up or do you just go out there and say play b grade footy like <laughs> have a line like meets gain like that kind of shit like yeah, what a, do you roll with yeah it's it's a hard hard one i know that that um over the years wakery have played a very similar game plan in the 18s the b's and the a grade and they won a thousand times in a row so (laughs) it's uh, it's hard (laughs) hard to argue with that but um yeah i think to to an extent you've got to sort of try and be be reasonably similar um in your in your aims and structures and goals and stuff so yeah another thing i was talking to killer about we've talked about wakery a fair bit which which is fine but um so one thing that they've sort of had to battle with a little bit this year is is guys like Turner and, and Cade Hilton when he's been available um, and Harry Glacken as well. They're, they're playing in the 18s and then they're playing in the ones like a, a couple games later and they're having to double up and then they just run out of gas. Brad Bergamos is the one I'm thinking of that I, that I couldn't think of. Um, did you ever... Because you, you would have played A-grade when you were pretty young. Like, I know you floated between grades. I was actually stalking you on play HQ before. I think there was only one year that you played every game in the A-grade. You got dropped enough. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Very, very droppable. <laughs> yeah. But did you ever play, like, two games one day kind of situation? Yeah, a few times when I was yeah, in the, in the under-18s. I've uh, yeah, doubled up. And um, King, when you... Like, when, King shit. Yeah, when, when, you're, when you're 17, you can get away with it. But um, I couldn't think of anything worse than having to... Having to play a game after playing a game. Yeah, how would you go uh, now? <laughs> or, I one game of B grade absolutely cooked me. So yeah. I think actually three quarters cooked me. The last, I don't think I did anything in the last quarter. So, oh, was there Biff? Yeah, Biff. I can't believe I didn't bring this up. There was a, a, an exchange of words between you and a, a, a Loxton player. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. And how much of a part did you play in that? Oh, a lot of it. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of that was my fault. Um, I was just trying. We were kicking into a. 15 goal breeze and I was just trying to waste some time and yeah found myself in a in an altercation that, um, <laughs> that did waste a lot of time actually it, it worked perfectly until with a minute to go they went straight down the middle bang 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 coast to coast and uh, kicked a snag that probably won on the game so yeah uh, <laughs> should have held on for a bit longer <laughs> that's alright I'm sure there'll be um, potentially more opportunities where uh, you, you get yourself into these situations so you, you, you live and you learn I guess <laughs> um, alright cool so done twos um, 
I'm going to take a look at the paper. Obviously, the Pioneer is, is making all this happen. So we're, we're just going to check out one of the big stories that, that's made news um, in the last week. Alrighty, uh, paper trail is what we'll call this. <laughs> slick, slick, real slick. I just want to be the tradies podcast. Like, I just want to be McClure and, and Mitch Cleary. Um, so what making news this week, Jacko? Um, the the Sample was has actually pumped a bit of time and, and effort and funds as well um, into Riverland Footy, which which is really good. So um, just to take on a bit of a background, um, as you yeah, have a read, I'll sorry. just flick through the paper. We, we've got yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the pioneer. Um, th- three dollars. Um, yeah. So what's essentially happened is that's Jack Colbert, by the way. Um, What's happened is the under-15 girls competition, which made its debut last year, was um, essentially canned a couple of months ago just due to lack of numbers and, and lack of um, yeah players from, from the clubs and, and um, also just volunteers and stuff. Like You probably know firsthand how, how hard it is to find people. And, geez, this applies to cricket as well, but how hard it is to find people to do stuff around the club. To do anything. Yeah, literally. But um, so there's obviously a lot of good people doing a lot of good things at, at footy clubs, but... Um, the 15 girls, it wasn't something that... It was. It went okay last year. Um, Loxton and Loxton North didn't have a side, but um, sort of tried to kick on a bit this year and, and had a few common try sessions. Didn't work. Um, so what, what's happened is, and it's um, my friend and yours, Nick Dillon, who has sort of pioneered this pun, pun um, a little bit. What, what they're going to do is actually hire a casual staff member with the sample to work alongside Dillo, which, by the way, I don't think I'd wish on anyone. Um, but... But what's going to happen is they're going to run a heap of programs in schools. They're going to take the club element out of it, um, take the onus off of the RFL club, so it's one less thing to worry about for um, for Riverland footy people, and and really just give Riverland girls under the age of sort of sixteen or so right through to you know little tackers the the opportunity to play footy that they potentially haven't really had before. So it's stuff like all girls Oz kick um, and and girls only competitions, and and you know you rock up on the day you get put into some teams you have a kick you learn things you, you might not have had the opportunity to learn before um, and they're just really trying to bridge that gap to um, sort of get more girls playing senior footy because we've seen in the last couple of years uh, numbers drop off a, a few clubs a little bit there's no Loxton or Loxton North team this year in the senior comp so um, yeah it, it's just a, a good sign from the sample it probably points to like hindsight's twenty twenty, but um the RFL sort of started the women's comp from the seniors down and tried to add in the juniors later, but potentially if they had their time again, they might look to build it up from the juniors and then go to the seniors. So um, I think Dillo was saying it's a bit of a start from scratch situation. But um, yeah, I, personally, it's, it's really good news. Like I think um, it, it needs a bit of a kick in the guts up here and um, there's definitely enough talented women's footballers. Look at the, some of the girls that we have out at Westies at the moment. Like there's definitely a massive talent pool here. Um, you're a father of a, a a young lady. Happy as a just a general Riverland football person. Like, do you agree? Like, surely this has to be a, a good thing that you know the samples kicking in a bit of cash and and some time as well. Yeah, for sure. Like, I've, um, one thing that I worry about women's football is uh, like your pathways and not having um, not being trained to like protect yourself, sort of thing. Like, you, mm-hmm. you see you see girls that haven't played before sort of lead with their head and go in and like. And just the chance of injuries just 
quite high. Yeah, um, which is a big thing in the AFL at the moment. Yeah, like yeah. So um, if you if you're taught from a young age to yeah turn your body and um, do, do all the right things, play that, for free kicks like yourself. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lead or lead with the head, whatever yeah. whatever works. You know, you, you got to get got to get a kick somehow, you know? Yeah, that, that's one, seriously though, that's, that's one of the things that Dillo was saying um, with what they're going to do, that hopefully this casual employee, they want someone with a, a bit of a footy background and a female voice as well. Um, and yeah, really focus on those those things that potentially don't come come naturally. Um, so yeah, things like learning how to tackle, how to be tackled, stuff like that to, to keep girls safe. But uh, most importantly, you know, the, the more young girls having a kick, like the better for, for footy in general. So um, that's paper trail this week. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think it's just a, a bit of a feel good story, and um, probably a bit of a, a thanks to the to the sample for sticking their nose in, and um, it, it definitely in a good way, and it, it should only have benefit for the region. Um, we're nearly done. We're almost there. I just for context, by the way, we're recording this on on Wednesday, Arvo. Um, the fifth day of the first Ashes Test happened last night. Um, I have had about. 20 seconds of sleep and I'm, st- I'm starting to see like it's just like colours like I'm I'm really battling here but we're trying we're trying to bring it for you so um, we're nearly there we've got the eyes up we're going to have a look at um, what's going on this weekend in, in the RFL and, and pick a couple of things apart but we'll be back in a sec okay this one is eyes up so it's this, the last segment on the show we're going to have a look at what's coming up this weekend in Riverland for the pick one thing in particular that we're looking forward to and and maybe just dive into it a little bit um what we got this week Liam what are you what are you looking at Barmer and Loxton is uh has become really important with uh, Loxton going down last week um the winner will remain in the four or go into the four yep. and uh so that makes makes the game very very important obviously so um yeah and it's just be interesting to see how the two sides match up yeah, yeah I, I don't think you... Yeah, it, it's a tricky one because you don't want to get ahead of yourself because we're only halfway through the year, but and you don't want to sort of talk about four-point games and, and stuff like that, like where it's going to mean you know twice as much. But like, I, this is probably it's, as close as you feels can like, get. It yeah. feels like that. And I think both teams know that. Um, Vibe around Barmer has been really like super high with, with Frankie coming in and everything lifting up, and... And they're sort of dialed in at the moment. They might not, like like we said before. They're not getting pumped at all. Like they they've been in every game, so they're there to stay this year. And um, talking to Luke Harder during the week, like he said that they don't want to sort of pull out all these cliches because like it actually it, this they need to win this game. So mm-hmm. Lawson at the moment a, a fifth on percentage, same amount of wins as as Barmer. So from a Lawson point of view, what have you liked from them this year, and, and what's potentially holding them back at the moment? Do you think? Uh, Loxton, Loxton are a funny one, especially playing Barmer with a very Remark-esque game plan. Yeah. Because uh, Lox- Loxton, uh, I watched earlier in the year, they actually uh, tore up Remark uh, at Remark with the yeah, but got through their zone. They uh, they one player had going for the ball, handball out to out to some runners, and they transitioned from mid to attack really well and put the put defence under uh, under a lot of pressure. So. Um, and then, then that that sort of game plan coming up against a very well structured, uh, regimented. Uh, is that a word? Regimented. Regimented. Yeah, you're regimented. Close. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Right with that. Yeah, I, I, do, I do enjoy making up words. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, against the Barmer side, is yeah, very regimented, and <laughs> uh, and um, 
yeah, very focused on their on their defence and when they don't have the ball. So it'll yeah, that'll be a, a pretty interesting matchup. How, how do Barmer win this game? Do they just play their strengths and be as organised as they can, or what, what's the difference for them? Do you think? I'll kick them more goals would be a good start. That would be good. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably a serious point. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. So like Reese Lehman's been playing full forward. And he, he's actually kicked a couple goals like. Every now and then he'll he'll have like a tour. Of, I'm not sure if he's kicked three in the game, but like he he's putting up some numbers. But I, I think it they probably do lack a, a big commanding tall forward. I think is that probably fair to say? Like just a yeah. just an outlet kick as well, if nothing else. Yeah. I th- um. Early the game I watched early in the year, I thought Reese competed really well. Yeah, um, I think he's been good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think they they yeah. I don't think they're. They'd be un- under any illusions that they would dislike another tall forward. Like, yeah. Just someone to help, help I think him. most clubs probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll and you want 80 goals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, want a, you want a six six foot five, buddy. Uh, don't seven, talk about You don't forward. need to talk about me. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> don't bring me into this. I was going to get on to my football credentials uh, earlier, but it's okay. We, we come to that another time. You're, you're as athletic as this microphone, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... It's actually I'm, like the cord is hanging on by a string, which is a perfect like metaphor for how I feel at the moment. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think you're the answer, but um, yeah. I'll... Frank, if you're listening, by the way, you've got my number. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but I think um, one thing that they will want, and I have no idea. I've battled with this all year. Is it De Michelle or De Michelli or the the bloke they brought in from Imperials? Um, won a flag, kicks and eggs for fun last year. Um, he's playing as Sam De Michelle is his, is his name, and he's playing as. Um, sort of changing on the ball played a lot of time in the guts but played a lot of time as a small forward as well clean as you like solid body um, probably just hasn't quite hit the ground running like I maybe there's, thought he would there's a lot of, a lot of uh, players um, can sort of fall into the into the trap of coming into the Riverland uh, footy league and just the grounds are so big like yeah like Renmark's huge um, like Oh, actually, Barmer is the the longest oval in Australia. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> you, you land land a plane on it. Like, it actually it's, goes from so, Barmer to Monash. That's yeah, what it like. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so long and skinny. So, like, it's it, I think it just takes takes a bit of time to um, sort of get your bearings and work out. Um, mm. Yeah, just how much you've got to run, basically. Yeah. Because um, I think that small forward, like, if they don't have this big option, which is probably too late in the year to assume that they're going to bring anyone in. So, I think this is it. Um, if he can add. If he can be your three goal a game sort of pressure forward, chop out in the guts, um, probably similar to what Lockie Lillman would have done a couple of yeah. years ago. Not so much anymore; he's more of a yeah, that, now. But that kind of role. Yeah, I think that Matt Wacky doing his knee really yeah, really, really hurts. Like if he yeah. if he those, was great last year. yeah he if those, if those two could play uh, one on the ball, one forward sort of rotation, I think that that'd be uh, they'd be licking, licking their lips because um, yeah, you get get a couple of good matchups, um, but. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't have. That's not. That's not going to work, is it? Do you know what? This is actually probably a similar, and this is why this game is so fascinating because it's probably not too dissimilar from Loxton. Um, they've brought in Chris Knapp, who, it, at, it, all things like if, if everything's going well, he probably is your centre half forward, but he has to chop out Craig Fisher a lot in the ruck. He's a big body guy. I, I actually sort of I didn't play against him because I was battling in the twos and he was playing ones at Eastern Park and tearing it up. But he played on the wing out there. Um, in the ammos and he's like he's gigantic yeah um, so but like between him and Harder it, they 
they probably need two Luke Harders, and I think that said that was said a lot last year. But like, he's a gun in the forward lines. But if you don't necessarily have him in the middle, you struggle to get the ball into the forward line. So it's yeah. like it's a tricky yep. sort of situation. Yeah, oh, Luke Harder, he he circles packs oh. like like a shark. Yeah, like no, he, it's crazy. Like, and then he'll see an opening where he thinks he can win the ball, or he knock knocks someone over, and he he goes in hard as hard as anyone in the comp. Yeah. It, and he's huge. Yeah. Like, he's, oh. he's strong as like you can't yeah. tackle him. Like, he, I reckon he actually gave himself unders this week, like the week just gone, because he, I think he was named third or fourth. I don't know who was doing best players for loss, but he was like third or fourth best for them. But yeah, he was. I, I thought by far and away their best yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. He, he cracked he, in all day. He looked like, real good. Yeah, competed all day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's probably a few things to to look at for that game this weekend. But yeah, just just for like the repercussions alone, like it's it's a huge game. Um, but yeah, big one this weekend. A couple of other things to look out for. Uh, Remark and Berry taking on each other at Remark this time. Um, girls game, women's game to come after it. Um, so it should be a good day down at, at the Kennel. Last time I met, Remark pumped him. I was there. Zuma kicked, uh, I don't know, 25 goals or something that day. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, he's been a bit quiet since those big Zuma. So uh, he, was, he, was a bit, he was a bit lippy after after those. He was, to, you to, know, to, to you know, personally, I, I was copying messages from Remark people at like one o'clock in the morning. Blake Henderson, a prime suspect for, for most of this. Um, I put the I put Zuma in the team of the week, and he's complained to me. About yeah. it. Do you remember he, that? He wanted, he wanted full forward. I do. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so much I I, I can do. Um, do you know that thing that like. <laughs> this is something that like bugs me like that people do but like it happens in AFL all the time and it's like a journo will have an opinion and then it's like oh how many games do you play oh what level do you and you know it's such a cricket thing as well oh like, what level do you play and I just have to I have to deal with this I'm sorry I'm just I, I'm on, I've, had no, just I've take, had no sleep man. you don't want to take a seat, seat on the couch you just do, oh. do have a bit of a session if I oh, sit down on you... the couch I'm falling asleep <laughs> Well, I have to go past lefties on, on the way he's in remark today. It's not actually grubby yours. Just to make myself feel better. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's beside the point. Um, maybe, maybe he just listened to the pods that tell us what he thinks. Yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. Not, and, not buy um, yeah, your sponsorship's always welcome. Um, yeah, so Remark and Barry, um, you'd, you'd think Remark get the win pretty comfortably? Yeah, I think I think a couple of things are starting to click for Remark. I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they're starting to come good, which is a bit of a worry for everyone else yeah that was the best game they've, they've played on, on the weekend that was yep. that was something else um, but I, we'll talk about um, this bloke in, in a few probably every pod that we do but Vates is having an unreal playing year um, yeah. there was no doubt in his coaching pedigree but I think what we found in the like, definitely last year in the first year that I watched he'd sort of he'd have these 10 minute bursts but because the midfield was so stacked and, and the team was built how it was he didn't need to play all the time but yep. just through injuries like Ricky Garrett's out for the whole yep. year like him playing Bates playing in the middle he's he'd have to be leading the, the Willis medal count at the moment you would think yeah very very explosive and um, win, wins the footy at stoppage and breaks out the front which is when you can do that you you stand out a lot and yeah give your forwards pretty good looks I get so deja vu gets... like watching Harry tap to him oh yeah and I, was, I was about to say that I was like he gets pretty good service from Gartry too as best ruck big... in the comp have to be, have yeah. to be big, big hairy. Yeah, um, yeah. We say that because he like beat the shit out of us. If, if we, no, he's, he's a nice like guy around. I'm just saying he's like six foot a million and built like I don't know someone strong, built like Edge, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Remark probably to beat Barry, but 
Barry are going to win a game this year, I think. So, it, and so the, by the virtue of that, it's going to be when no one expects them to. So, who knows? You know, you're going to come to a game thinking you're going to win. Um, other game is a, is an interesting one as well. Uh, probably a little bit stiff to, to not cop game of the round. Locks North and, and Wakery out at Panther Park. What do you reckon? Oh, pack your long sleevers, boys. It's <laughs> always always cold out there. <laughs> do you know what? I went to. Um, I think it was the semi-final last year, and I was actually like dripping the sweat, like because yeah. I, I, oh, I, I that, there's up. no there's no in between. It's either it's either 25 and yeah. you get sunburnt, yeah. or you get pneumonia and <laughs> you're coughing for three weeks straight. I was filthy, um, but I actually I, I really fancy the Panthers in this. Um, I and I don't think it has too much of a bearing on Wakery season. I think the next couple of weeks leading into the Country Champs are going to be pretty testing for them. They've got. Um, a couple of guys out. Big Jack Burgermeister is out for I think Killer said five or six weeks. It's in the paper this week, but um, he's a massive loss. Um, and then the I think Brawny's away in Europe as well, so they're missing a couple. And and North get Zach Waldridge back, who by the way has, has been fantastic this year. Um, so I think the Panthers could have a bit of a win here and, and just distance themselves points wise at, at the top yep. of the table. Yep, uh, sounds pretty good. Get your get your paper at all. <laughs> At all good paper shops. Paper shops, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, we'll be back in a sec to wrap up. So that was the game plan for the podcast brought to you by the, the Murray Pioneer Tally Group Media. I'm Ben Lennon. Uh, you are Liam Jackson, and I am tired. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm knackered. Yeah, we, we might be back next week. We might have got the sack. We're, yeah. Uh, anything's possible. <laughs> Drop to the twos, mate. Yeah, what's yeah, the two? Yeah. What's like the podcast equivalent of twos? We'll say it's radio. Radio is twos, so yeah. I'll go back to. It's no, <laughs> probably pretty hard. Prob- no, you probably just go back to writing in the paper. I would have thought. No, that's not twos. That's that's top level. That's like Sample AFL stuff. Don't forget to get your pioneer. Uh, it's got heaps of sport stuff in it this week. I spoke to Jack Colbert, uh, motorcycle extraordinaire. Um, dinghies were on. A lot of funny stuff. Netball, netball season shaping up. Yep, good sound effects. I don't have to add them in. Thanks, Jacko. Um, but no, thanks for thanks for taking uh, this journey with us in week one, and um, hopefully we'll see. We'll not see. Podcast, you don't look at. Yeah, hopefully we'll be in your ear holes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what they say some, sometime I, soon. In the promo, I was like, uh, we're looking forward to being in your ears. Which I listening back, like yeah, after I posted, I was a bit. That's a bit. How you going? Um, yeah, we'll come up with a, a cool sign-off. But um, for now, enjoy the footy on the weekend. Enjoy your drive home from training, if that's when you're listening, or your, your commute to work on a Friday morning. Um, and On the plus side, we, we should get better the more we do it. So Yeah, that's true. In, Repetition. Yeah, in, th- in theory, this is going to be the worst one. We've so. never been closer to a wicket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we've, we've never been better. Never been closer to the best podcast we've ever done. So. Yeah, that's it. Um, and thanks to Pat Cummins. Cheers.